Hello, and welcome to another bonus episode of Business Meets Spirituality. This week, Adam talks about hope, fear, and faith, framed by the story of Vietnam prisoner of war survivor, Admiral Stockdale. Learn why you should accept what is, let go of what was, and have faith in what will be. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share this episode with friends, family, or coworkers. Thanks for listening. I want to take you through what I refer to as kind of hope, fear, and faith. And there's a the, one of the really cool ways to kind of introduce this is the Stockdale paradox. You know, Admiral Stockdale was a prisoner of the war in Vietnam. He was there for seven and a half years when he was shot down. Um, he he's just an incredible. If you ever you should go to Google and you can hear his many different videos out there about his his heroic events that he did and the stoicism that he's had with some of these legends. By the way, he was chained up with big heavy brackets he had legs broken multiple times and his entire story talks a lot about how he saw people let me just read you these two quotes and i'll get into it number one he goes i never lost faith in the end of the story i never doubted not only that i would get out but also that i would prevail in the end and turn the experience into the defining event of my life which in retrospect i would not trade first of all how many events this is not like a problem in business or a problem in your physical life, you're in a prisoner of war camp for seven and a half years. It's a different thing to say, I, I'm losing money right now, or I had employees, or I got a lawsuit I can deal with. Like, this is a little bit different of an element. So to have the fact that you never lose faith in the end of the story, that I, that I, that I never doubted that I would get out, but also that I would prevail in the end and turn the experience into the defining event of my life, which in retrospect, I would not trade. Think about that ability to think that way, right? You must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose, with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they might be. Let me just read that one more time because it's so powerful. You must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose, with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they may be. We are always able to accept the brutal facts of the reality. And if we have faith that we will prevail in the end, you may not sure what the end looks like. Then maybe a completely different direction, but you know that you're gonna prevail in the end. That is faith, right? Letting go of what is, accepting what, you know, letting go of what could be or should be, accepting what is, and then having faith that'll turn out in the best situation that you can be. That is a wonderful place to be able to operate from, from a business standpoint. Now, he goes on to talk about this is that the people that in the prisoner of war, the majority of people who didn't make it out, they died of a broken heart or what he calls died of hope. And because they get in, they came in there and they said, oh, man, we're going to I hope we're out of here by Christmas. I really hope we're out of here by Christmas. I really hope we're out of here by by next Christmas, by Thanksgiving. And then Christmas would come. Another event would come. Another year would go by. And these in these prisoners of war just kept having this hope. And finally, the hope wore off. And the hope just went out and they ultimately died of a broken heart. They literally passed away because of, of the, the letting themselves down. And so I kind of want to use this as a way of describing hope, fear, and faith. The other thing he talked about is, is fear. People obviously have fear of not getting out, fear of these different things. And I believe that hope and fear are just two sides of the same coin. And I'll explain that in a second. Let's kind of jump back to faith because of Admiral Stockdale, when in his book, in his memoirs, he talks about the people who literally perished in a prisoner of war where the people had the most hope, which kind of goes against what a lot of people say to us. But hope is really 
and kind of unpacking, there's some words in the screen here, but unpacking this for you is that hope is imagining, just like fear is imagining, hope is imagining that some future event in your life or some future time or from some future different scenario is going to be better than the current one that I'm in. And so what happens when we're doing that, we're basically saying that I'm not accepting the brutal facts of today because I'm just imagining some future event of hope and I put all of my energy into hope. And so I hope someday it gets better. I, and I hope someday that this, this, this changes or my, I hope someday I get this position or I hope someday I make this amount of money. And by the way, if you actually get there and you do these things and you get out of them and you're hoping for them, hope is never what it thought it was. You don't, the feeling that you feel when you're trying to hope for something isn't the same feeling when it actually happens. And I think you've all been there before. So you may feel relieved, but it's not necessarily hope. So a feeling, you know, hope is really this feeling of expectation, desire for a certain thing to happen. This is the, this is preferences and expectations, or, and really in my book, are the cause of all suffering. And that drums from the mind, but we won't go deep into that right now. But it preferences and expectations of some future event that has to occur for me to feel that way. So therefore, if it does happen that way, yes, I agree, you'll probably feel good for a little while, then you're on to the next problem. But if it doesn't, like in most situations, come out to the way you want it to because you can't control people, places, and things, the outside world, it's not the solution to your inner problem. Your inner problem is that you're not feeling okay because you're in a prisoner war camp. Therefore, you need to have hope. Instead of having faith, just remember that. So what I really want to get through there, right? Advocating responsibilities that have taken control over an issue, meaning that just not confronting the responsibility of what's in front of me. How many leaders in situations do this? Like you want, oh man, I can't, can't wait to get out of this. Let me just explain one thing about hope though. There's, there's a, um, there's a lightness to hope. Like, Hey, if I'm like, Hey, I hope you have a great day. There's no energy behind that. I'm not trying to get out. I'm not, it's like a light blessing is kind of what I refer to. That's perfectly, I mean, use it the way you want to. There's no right or wrong. I'm just saying, if, you, if you're in a situation in your business, like, I hope I have the same year I did. <laughs> you see that? Like, I hope that this month I get this amount of contracts instead of having faith that it'll turn out to be exactly the way it needs to be. Because you have no control over 99% of the events that are happening out there. Bring out, carry the decimal place forward. So it's one thing if you want to use hope as like a, a lightness or a blessing, but let's not use hope to change some future event in our lives. Because if we do, we're setting ourselves up, if it doesn't unfold that way, to have a broken heart, as Admiral Stockdale says in Prisoner of War Camp. And then ultimately, in that thing, obviously you perish. In this society now, we just suffer. So I believe, again, as I said, hope and fear are different sides of the same coin. You know, fear is, is also an imagined event. And the best way I like to describe this is that if you have a, ever a child or seen a child or, you know, that who has a nightmare and they say, there's a monster under my bed or in my closet. And you go over there and you're, you come in there, you're like, there's no monster in your closet. And the, your child's like, yes, there is. Yes, there is. And so what do you do? You go over there, you open the door, you show them there's no closet in there. But they believe that there was something in there. It was an imagined event that then created this physiological response in your entire body. Hope does the same thing by it. An imagined event creates a physiological response to your body. So you feel you're trying to trick yourself to feeling better in the moment instead of just accepting the moment for what it is. Hope and fear are the different sides of the same coin. So fear comes in, right? It's just, it's, you're worrying about. And the problem with fear is that once you have an explosion, like one thought, like, oh, what if that happens? Then it creates a cascade and series of events. Like it's third explosion, fourth explosion, fifth explosion, sixth explosion. And next thing you know, you're so far down this explosion path that you can't come back to reality. Now, that's the psychological fear that we cause ourselves into. Again, we're imagining something which we know out of throughout our lives, you know this, you don't have to be a psychologist to understand this. All the times that you've had fear 
How many times did it actually really unfolded the way you thought it was going to in your mind? I'd say close to zero. You know, there's maybe somebody that it has and, and, and there's certain situations that are there, but probably about zero. And it may have not come out the way you want it to, but it's probably not nearly as bad as you thought it was, is it? And, you know, again, close to 99% of the time. Now, if somebody's thinking like, well, what about like fear is, is, is good for me? Yes, primal fear is. But let me tell you, if you're in the woods and all of a sudden a bear starts chasing you and fear kicks in, <laughs> I promise you that primal fear will kick in. And guess what you will do? You will run <laughs> or fight or climb a tree, which don't because bears can climb trees too, but you will take action. I promise you in that moment, you're not going to go, Hey, I wonder what's going to happen if I don't run. Oh man, I wonder what could happen. What's this going to do? No, you, you don't even have explosions. You just act. Fear kicks in and you just act. That's the primal fear. We just don't need to use that so much anymore that we've all translated into some psychological fear that then just causes a tremendous amount of unnecessary suffering in our lives. And, and this is, again, as, as Admiral Stockdale talked about, hope that some future event and over time, just wanting something to change and change and change again, and it, you're, you're not allowing to confront the brutal facts or the brutalness of the situation that are air. So you can start making the changes that you can or have the conversations that you need to, to accept where you are in reality. That's why I think hope or fear are just not accepting where you're currently at. Just again, just two different, two different transmutations of energy, if you will. And then you have faith, right? And this is, this is what Admiral Stockdale said when he said, you must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose, which with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they may be. That's what I think of faith. It's you will win in the end. How you win, I don't know. What it looks like, you don't know and I don't know either, but trusting the fact that it'll be exactly how it needed to be. So when hope jumps in or fear starts climbing into your, into your mind, just say, you know, thanks. I just don't need it. I have faith that it'll all work out. I actually have this sign right here. You probably can't see it. It says, accept what is, let go of what was, and have faith in what will be. And I, that, so that faith is just a strong sense of uncertainty. And I think that's what you need to hear is having faith in the uncertainty that I don't know what it's, what it's going to happen, but I'm okay with that. I'm going to take the actions towards what I think I need to be doing right now, the most important things to do, but I'm going to let go of the outcome. You know, in, in 11 rings, Phil Jackson, who is very spiritual, you know, in the 90s, by the way, in his basketball teams, one of his famous quotes, and I'm, I'm not going to get it verbatim, but basically says, we work as hard as we can, we take as much action as we can, we plan as much as we can, but then once we get into the game, we let go of the outcome. It's just a much better ride that way. I think it's the same thing in business. You plan, you take action, you hire the best people, you, you pour your, into yourself as much as you can, you take as much action as you, as you can do. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some, but let go of whatever shows up. Doesn't mean you don't fight towards it. Just like in the basketball game, doesn't mean you don't fight to win the game. It doesn't mean in business that you don't fight to turn a profit or fight to keep people or hire employees. It just means you let go of the outcome so you can actually enjoy what you're doing. So many people just in business, they love, they're so conflicted. They want this and they want that. They want, this, they want money and a house, but then they want peace and joy. It's, you're never going to find that by doing, 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 doing. You're going to find that and letting go of the doing, then doing. It's just a, you first be, 
you first accept that I don't know what's going to unfold. And then you take as much action as you can being laser focused on what is most important in that moment. If something becomes more important, then do that and take as much action, but let go of that outcome. You win one game, great. Don't hold on to it. Go to the next game and let go of that outcome. It's the same thing in business. Same thing in prisoner of war camp. It's the same thing. It's the same principles. They have different degree of varying, obviously, uh, consequences. Uh, luckily for us, we're not in a prisoner of war camp having to learn this. But I just love um, the stoicism that he, he implied there in that illustration of the difference between hope, fear, and faith. Remember Adno Stockdale's paradox, right? Ye hope killed people, literally, in his war, the prisoner of war camp, according to him, which he was there. Faith is what persevered and allowed him to succeed and allow him to go. He actually said this really cool thing. He said, the minute I was shot down and I was parachuting down, knowing that it was probably most certain that I was going to be a prisoner of war, his plane got shot down. He's in a parachute coming down. In his mind that moment, he said, I'm in here for at least five years. That was his thought parachuting down. So it wasn't like, I'm going to get out of here by Christmas. It was, I'm in here for at least five years. I have faith that this will be a defining moment of my life. You in business have these opportunities to use these as defining moments of your life as well, too. And that is the faith that we talk about. It's the faith of letting go of the outcome, but knowing this is going to be a wonderful defining moment of your life. It may not be the moment you want or the mind says you should have, but translate that into a defining moment for you to untangle you from yourself, to learn more about the authenticity of who you are. And that's what faith will do in the end. Thank you for joining us for this bonus episode of Business Meets Spirituality. To get free resources to help with your growth in 2022, go to adamhergenrother.com slash resources. Again, that's adamhergenrother.com slash resources. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening.